Hey, Rainbow Village, Cicely Majid here, CEO, National Director, and Pageant Coach of Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services, which is under the umbrella of Angelic Rainbow Enterprises. And that houses Send Off and Tartan Home and Think Higher Spirit Academy, which will be in the works later on. Um, so this is my inner beauty tip for May 18th, 2023. And um, as you know, May is the month of mental health awareness. And so we are focused on mental health, basically. We're focused on just being healthy mentally and um, being able to think positively and do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself. Um, that's important, not waiting for somebody else to take care of you because you're not going to really help your mental state of mind if you do that. Um, so we, you have to start with yourself. If you, you know, let's say you fall for somebody and you want to spend time with them. If you're not mentally well, if you don't love yourself, if you don't like yourself, there's no way you're going to make it with that person. You're not going to be able to interact with them, communicate with them, spend time with them, have fun with them, talk to them and treat them the way that they deserve to be treated because you're not mentally well to do that. So if you're not treating yourself that way, then how can you give that to somebody else? So something, you know, something to think about food for thought. Just think about that when you interact with people, when you want to make a friend, when you want to um, date somebody, when you want to get to know somebody or do business with somebody or um, do a project in school with somebody, think about how you feel about yourself. And in order for you to give that person what you need to give them, you have to have some kind of self-love, some kind of self-esteem going on, some kind of confidence in order for you to really give your true self. Otherwise, you won't be able to do it. So um, my intermediate tip for you today is to have faith and manage fear. Now, I usually talk about losing the fear and um, being fearless and all that because, you know, I'm, I'm just one of those people. I need to be fearless, you know, the fearless tiger. That's my Chinese sign. And um, tigers are, you know, it can be fierce. You know, they're, they've got this this strength about them, this confidence about them. And um, anybody who has a, a Chinese sign as a tiger knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so that's kind of the um, personality that I display to others. Um, uh, as a fearless person, I don't like to be afraid of anything or anybody. I do not want to show you fear. I'm not going to, you know, cower behind anybody. I'm not going to keep my mouth shut because you get in my face. If I have something to say, if I need to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. And if I hurt you, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I will do my best to um, be discreet about what I'm saying if I can possibly do that. Um, but for the most part, I don't like to live a fearful life. I don't want to be afraid of anything because that just stifles me. That just keeps me from going forward and doing the things that I really want to do. And I have all kinds of dreams in my head and in my heart, all kinds of things that I want to do and build people I want to spend time with and get to know. And there's no way I can get there if I am afraid. So I squash fear every single day if there's something that seems a little scary or something that I have to face. So I want to talk to you about managing fear because you can't just, you know, get rid of your fears and just be like, well, I'm afraid, forget it. I'm not going to be afraid anymore. That's not easy to do. So managing it and being able to work through it and still do whatever it is that you need to do um, uh, while you're feeling the fear is really the whole point so that you can say, hey, I managed this fear. I got through it no matter how afraid I was, no matter what was happening in front of me or what I thought was going to happen. I was able to just 
um, persevere and do what I needed to do. And that's pretty much what we all need to do is just be able, be able to persevere. So let's talk about that. So what does fear mean? So everybody knows that the fear acronym is false evidence appearing real. So what does that mean? So that's just basically you have created something in your head, something in your mind that says this thing scares me and this is going to happen if I do it. This is going to um, cause this problem or um, this is going to, you know, make things horrible for me if this happens or if that happens or if I do this or this person says that. So that's pretty much false evidence because you really don't have that evidence in front of you. You're just making it up in your head. You're saying, well, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And what if this happens? Did it happen? No. So that means it's false evidence. There's nothing there with substance to prove that that's really going to happen. So that's one reason to get rid of it and wipe it out. It's appearing real to you. So it's, it's there. It's like, it's in your head, so you kind of see it, you visualize it, you think it's there, you think it's going to happen, but really nothing has happened yet. So it's false evidence appearing real. So, you know, fear is just messing with your head. It's it's in your face and it's laughing at you. <laughs> like, ha, 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 you're afraid. You know? um, and it's just making fun of you. And really, do you want to live your life that way and be a fearful person? Because then you'll never get out of your, your seat. You'll never get out of your, your funk. You'll never be able to do what you really want to do and move forward with your life because you're so afraid of this false evidence that's nowhere. Where is it? You know, can you pick it up? Can you show me what you're afraid of? <laughs> um, so now that's different if there's a big giant spider in front of you um, and you're like, ah, I don't want it to bite me. Okay, I get that. That's, that's different. That's a different type of fear. But for the most part, we have these just deep-seated fears about things that we're not going to get, places we're not going to go, about how people think about us, what we're if we're going to say something wrong, this person's smarter than me, this person's got more than me, this person's better looking, and you're so afraid to be around this person or communicate with this person, you think you're going to look bad. Or you, you have a party, you're invited to a party. Let's say you're invited to a party and um, maybe you're a shy person and you're just, I don't know if I'm going to go to this party, you know, because I'm going to be a wallflower. I'm not going to talk to anybody. Then no, they're not going to want to hear what I have to say. I don't know anything. So what I would say to you is if you're invited to a party or some type of meetup or something, a date, look some stuff up, get on your laptop, get on your cell phone and look something up interesting to talk about and read about it and let it be interesting to you as well as to, you know, other people so that you'll be more likely to want to talk about it. And um, remember what you read, remember what you saw in the video, if it catches your eye, your attention, you no, know, talk about that. You need to be um, uh, well aware of what's going on in the world. Current events all over the world. Watch the news a little bit. You don't have to watch a whole hour of the news. Just watch 10, 15 minutes and you'll know right away what's going on in the world. Check your free, your Google feed on your, your cell phone or, you know, put the news.com or the news app on your cell phone and just, you know, get some information. Get some information about what it is that you want to know, what's important to you, and what's really going on so that you can chat with people about it. You won't be all really quiet and, you know, standing by the corner and just listening to conversations. You want to participate. So if you're going to go to the party, 
be ready to participate. Be ready to talk about something. Find a, a crazy joke that you want to share with everybody and, you know, so people will laugh or something like that. But you have to be aware of what's going on in the world. Don't be completely ignorant to what's happening because then, yeah, you'll look dumb. Yeah, you'll look ignorant. And of course, you have a reason to be afraid. But even then, you still have false evidence. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen when you meet with these people or this person. You don't know what's going to happen when you're ready for your speech or you have a presentation in front of your class or, you know, the you're waiting for the letter coming from college, that big college you want to go to, and you don't know if you're going to get in or not. You really don't know what's going to happen until it actually happens. So if you're afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow, what you're about to say or do, you're you're just selling yourself short. You're wasting time being frozen for nothing. If you don't do anything, you don't know anything. So that's what, you know, false evidence appearing real. Hopefully that helps you. Um, now, let's also talk about what happens when you are fear, you sh fearful or you show fear. People are going to use you. They're going to mistreat you. They're going to abuse you. They're going to harm you in some way when you show fear. So you have to remember that if you're in front of other people, when you walk out that door and there's somebody around, don't show them fear. Don't let them know that you're afraid because if you do, they might pounce. There might be a bully lurking somewhere and they're just waiting for somebody who looks fearful or scared or shy or quiet. And I'm going to get in that person's head. I'm going to mess with them. People use mind control. You know, like it's toilet paper these days. Um, so people are always around trying to get in your head. Sometimes people get intimidated by people that they see. I get that a lot. People get intimidated by me because I have a little bit of a, um, a powerful presence. When I walk in a room, um, people happen to want to look at me or stare at me. And it's annoying. I don't like it, but it's just something about me that I send off these vibes. I put off these vibes and people see it. And so sometimes they might get intimidated or they might not like it and they might try to use mind control. And right away I, I can tell. Um, it's just like something hits me. Something spiritually hits me. I'm very, very psychic. So I can, I can sense a lot of in a room with people and uh, that psychic ability protects me. So I can sense when somebody's trying to mess with my mind, you know, I'll look right at them and completely ignore them. I can block it easily. Um, so you, you can't show fear. If you show that people will pounce quickly, they'll hurt you. They'll abuse you. They'll do whatever they possibly can to hurt you. Now, there's also the instance where if you are, um, you know, threatened by people all the time, if you feel like somebody's going to hurt you or you feel like somebody's going to come after you or attack you or they've got some kind of power over you, that's another reason why, you know, people will attack you as well. So their fear projected onto you. Um, so if you, they feel threatened by you or, if, you know, you feel threatened by them, you're going to show fear, they're going to show fear and they might attack first. So, you know, you got to wipe that out. You got to let that go because we're all here. We're all here for the same reason. We want to eat. We want to thrive in life. We want to make money. We want to be able to go on vacations and trips. We want to go to the, the schools that we want to go to. We want to make friends. We want to have love affairs. We want to um, get married. We want to have kids. You know, we all pretty much want the same thing. And even if we don't want all of that, for the most part, we all have at least one thing in common. We want to breathe. We want to live. We want to eat. You know, so that means we're all here for the same reason. So what are we afraid of each other for? What is that about? It's really disturbing. So you got to think about that as well. If you're a Christian, you know God does not respond to fear. He responds to faith. This is 
all through the Bible. If you go to church with your parents, youth, and you're in youth group or something like that, you know your your youth pastor is going to be just ingraining this in you. You know, God does not respond to fear. He responds to faith. You have to have faith. That's what religion and spirituality is all about. It's about faith. It's about stuff that you can't see. You don't know where God is. You don't know what God looks like. You don't even know if there is a God. The whole point is to have the faith that there's something out there greater than you. There's some, um, you know, miraculous force there in the universe that's taking care of you, watching over you and guiding you. And that's where the faith comes from. You don't have to see it. You don't need to see it. Otherwise, what's the point of having the faith? So um, there is a Bible verse in um, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 11. Um, talks about faith. It says, faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So um, what does that mean? So first of all, I did my own little acronym for the um, for faith. And um, uh, I say, so the F means free, the A means accepted, the I means important, and the T is trustworthy, and the H is healthy. And so you just have to believe, basically. You have to believe in order to have the faith, in order to squash the fear. So um, let's talk about the what I said. So free, you have to feel free, first of all, in order to you know, not be afraid of things. You have to feel like you're free to roam and do whatever it is you need to do. You know, go on the, go on the internet, go to the store, go um, buy a car, rent a car, go to... Um, uh, go to an event that you want to go to, buy some tickets and go get a job and make some money. Um, walk into the um, uh, assembly room and, you know, just walk and sit down wherever you want. Um, it's lunchtime. The bell rings. You can go sit wherever the heck you want to sit. sit. You have to be free to feel like you can do what you want. So that freedom is important. You also have to be accepted. The A is for accepted. So feel, feeling that you're accepted by, you know, whomever's around you, even if there are, you know, people around you that are prejudiced or racist, everybody's not prejudiced and everybody's not racist. So somewhere somebody's accepting you. You're accepted by a family member or a friend. Accepted by yourself is most important and accepted by God always. Um, that's why God died on the cross for us so that he knows that we are accepted. We are his children. Um, so that's what the A is. You have to feel accepted to have faith. The I is for important. So you need to feel important to somebody, especially to yourself, to God, that, you know, Wherever I go, somebody's going to say something nice about me. Um, I'm going to get attention from somebody. You know, our mothers, if we have a mother, everybody gets attention from their mom, you know, unless they're, she's not a good mom. Um, but there's somebody in your life. You have a dog that's going to make you feel important when you come home. They're jumping and, you know, dancing in the air, happy to see you. They always are happy to see you. You've had the dog for 20 years and they do the same thing. My dog always does that. It's so funny. Um, I love that. Um but you want to feel important. You want to feel that somebody out there says, hey, this person's important to me and I want you to know that you're important. And you you got to let them know and they should let you know as well. And you'll know. And that, that's another reason to have faith. Um, we feel important to God because God died for all of us, gave up his life, took on every sickness and pain and sorrow in the world, billions of people, so that he can say, hey, I love you. When somebody says, I love you, that means that you are important to them. So you have to remember that there's no reason for you not to believe that if they don't say it that way or show it. And then the T for trustworthy. So 
be a trustworthy person so that you feel faithful about things and, and interact with people who are trustworthy as well. Um, we know that God's trustworthy. God will always, you know, follow through on his promises and blessings and uh, take care of us when we ask for help. Um, we call in the name of Jesus and we trust that God's going to step in and take care of us, right? So be a trustworthy person so that you can have faith about other people and other people can have faith about you and that your faith will grow and it will lessen the fear that you have about people. And then the H is for healthy. Again, take care of your mental health. Take care of yourself, your body. Eat good food. Eat three meals a day at least. Um, eat in moderation. Don't be a hog and, you know, eat you know, crap all day long and tons of it. And fill your plate with too much food. Um, drink lots of water. Go hiking. Take walks. Join the gym. Do some exercises, yoga, uh, meditation. Whatever it is you need to do to feel healthy, feel healthy. And so that... All of that stuff combined will help you feel that you have some faith, that you're a faithful person, and then you have a reason to be um, faithful and not fearful. Um, so let's go back to Hebrews 11. So I was talking about faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So what does that mean? So substance um, is what we hope for. So um, the substance of things that we hope for, let's say that we were hoping for a new car, right? Or we're hoping for, um, you know, you want, you want to have kids or something when you get older. Or let's say you want to go to college. This is a good one. Um, uh, the other ones are, you know, a little bit um, out of reach if you don't have the money for it. But let's say you want to go to college and your parents have saved up money for you and you're just hoping for this. This is some substance right here. You're not there yet. You don't have it, but you want that in your life. And you can't see it. So that's the substance of what you've hoped for. And it's unseen. So you don't have it yet, but you believe you will get it. So that's basically what that verse means. Faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the substance of your, um, your, what you want to happen for you, which is getting into college. And then uh, the evidence of it not being seen. So you don't see it, but you just trust. You just know that you're going to get into college one day. You know, you're going to get in there. You know, you're going to, your grades are good. You've worked really hard. You're once again, your parents have saved up money or you saved up money. So you have faith that you're going to get there. So that's all you need to do. You need to remember, write down some stuff that you have hope for and that you want in your life. And remember that is your substance of the things that you're hoping for. And then think about not being able to see it yet. You don't see it. It's not in your life yet. So that is the part of the verse that says things unseen, but you believe that you're going to get it. So um, what does this have to do with inner beauty? Well, if you are um, somebody who has a lot of faith and you trust things, or even if you have just a little bit of faith, the, the Bible even talks about having the faith of the size of a mustard seed is even enough, just a tiny bit of faith then you can get your, um, you can manifest something to happen in your life. So when you do have faith and you want your inner beauty to shine because of this faith, your attitude will change when you trust things and you're not, you're less fearful of them. Your heart will change. You'll, you know, you'll feel better about life and about people. Um, your mindset will change. You'll think differently about the things you're, you've been afraid of before. You'll think differently about approaching something that you 
in the past you may have not wanted to approach or um, be a part of. So your mindset will change. Your actions and your behavior will change. So you're not going to be that person that, you know, sits at home, afraid to go to the party, afraid to go outside, afraid to venture out into something new and get out of your comfort zone. Your actions will change. Your behavior will change. You'll be a different person. You'll start doing different types of things. Now I'm going to tell you a quick story about how what happened to me when I was younger and I was in high school, I was really shy. And I think it had a lot to do with moving away from where we were living. So my mom, I've told this story before, my mom um, raised me and my sisters, my three sisters, and we lived in this um, little bit kind of shady neighborhood. It wasn't really that bad, but there were gangsters around and she didn't like it. Um, so she was very close to God you know, a Christian woman and very strong. And so she prayed and she told me this, you know, later on in life, she said, I, I didn't want you girls to, to be there. Cause you know, we lived in this apartment building and, you know, there was a big mess with one of my besties who made up a story about a gangster and the gangster got pissed off and he showed up in the, you know, the building and he had a gun and I think his name was bear or something. And I remember this, I was like 13 or something or 14. And, um, and he showed up and, you know, the police had to get called and we all had to stay in our apartments and we couldn't come out the whole day. And we were like, wow, what's going on? And we're like, there's this gangster, you know, hanging around with a gun because somebody spread a rumor. And so my mom found out about this. And then plus some of my friends were, you know, they're just messing around, getting in trouble. And some of the girls were getting pregnant. And my mom's like, I am not raising girls like this. No way. So she took us, moved us out of the neighborhood and we moved to a, a more affluent neighborhood in your Belinda. And so that took a toll on my heart. You know, when you pull a kid out of, you know, um, junior high or middle school or, and, you know, it's like you're ripping them away from the, your friends. I had a lot of friends in middle school or junior high. We didn't call it middle school back then, but I had a lot of friends in junior high and, um, I couldn't take those friends with me. <laughs> I couldn't put them in the car, you know, or in my suitcase and come with me, you know, I didn't have my besties anymore. So um, I was really, really shy. And I was really shy before that. But when I went to high school, this new high school, I was in 10th grade and I just, you know, kind of crawled into myself. I was I was different than when I was at the other school. Um, so I had some shyness in me. And um, the only thing that changed me after graduating from high school is realizing that, hey, I'm an adult now. And uh, you know what? I don't really talk to those people in high school much anymore. I don't know where they are. Um, I got to do something about this. So, you know, I got a job. I started reading stuff. I started um, getting educated. I was interested in motivational speaking. Like I just wanted to, you know, be motivating to other people. I found out later that was my calling, which is why I do what I do right now. Um, and it may help me feel better. So I changed my actions. I changed my behavior because I started to have some faith in myself. I started to see something different going on with me. And uh, people were responding. They were like, wow, thank you, Cicely. Oh, that's so sweet. And I would always, I had this reputation of just having a sweet spirit. You know, everybody wanted to be around me and they wanted to, they always complimented me about my sweet spirit. And so it just stuck with me. And that means I had the faith to continue on doing that. And so I keep doing it. I keep doing it. And I don't stop because I believe that. 
And so my actions, my behavior has changed. My mindset, my heart, my attitude has changed towards being shy and being afraid of things because of something I changed. I made one change and it just made a huge difference in my life. So that's kind of something you have to do. And your inner beauty will shine. If you're afraid and you're scared of stuff, you can't show any beauty. People are just like, yeah, that's, you know, that person's too scared. I don't want to hang around you. You're afraid of everything. You don't want to have fun. You don't want to go in the water. <laughs> I was at the beach the other day and I saw people surfing. I'm like, man, these people are brave. They're just, they could get sucked into the wave. <laughs> they just go underwater. And they're just like, they're just surfing away, having a good time. They're not afraid, you know, and that's beautiful. That makes them beautiful people. You want to hang around them. Teach me how to surf. I wanted to run down there and tell them, teach me how to surf, please. I want to know how to do that. You guys are so brave. You're on this water. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if there's a shark around. You're just, you're brave. And I love that. So their inner beauty was shining out from the inside out because of their faith on the water. So um, lastly, let's talk about fear versus faith. So if you're a fearful person, again, you're going to be frozen. You're not going to want to move. You're not going to want to do anything. You're going to be stuck in your nasty, dirty comfort zone. And you don't want to be in there. So get out of there. If you have faith, you will have the fuel to move forward, to do the things that you want to do, to change your life, to change your heart, your behavior, your attitude, change whatever it is that you need to change. You will have the fuel. So you have to find that faith. You have to write reasons why you want to do what you want to do. And then you have to take action. You have to be open to miracles and blessings. You can squash jealousy. Um, you won't walk around looking at people saying, well, gee, that person has this or that. And they can do this. So I'm always jealous. There are people who are jealous of everything. They will find a reason to be jealous because they have this deep-seated insecurity that they're just not enough. And if you feel that, if you have that fear, you're not going to make it. you got to find something good about yourself to have the faith to move forward and do something about it so you can squash all that jealousy. Um, and then you're going to respond to your spirit, to God, and to other people in a different way. So that's how your inner beauty will shine from the inside out. And I will piggyback um, on this on Tumblr as well so you'll have this information. So here's a practice exercise for you. Pray for something. Something that you really want or something that you desperately need, pray for it. And pray for it every day. Don't just pray for it one time. Um, pray for it and then write it down. Write down what you're praying for. Put it on a sticky note. Put it on your mirror. Put it in your car, on your your laptop, on your cell phone. And you know, let it be there at all times so you know what you're praying for. And then visualize it. Think about having the thing that you really want the most. Make a vision board. I love vision boards because it's so much fun. You get to cut out pictures and cut out words and put it on this little, you know, construction paper board and you put it up somewhere in your room, your dorm if you're in college, or um, even you can even do a digital one. And when you open your computer, it might be just on your desktop, on your screen, and you see it right there. So you remember what your um, goals are for that day. Um, so visualize it, create a vision board, and then speak it. Speaking is very, very powerful. 
Our words are powerful. If we speak negative words, if we speak sad words, depressive words, mean words, cruel words, if we, you know, um, curse people, if we try to hurt them with our words, if we um, cuss them out, if we um, uh, threaten them, if we talk bad about ourselves and down about ourselves, that's powerful. You're going to keep manifesting that fear into your life. And that's all about fear. When you're a negative Nancy, you're a fearful person, period. And people will see that and they don't want to be around the ugly na negative Nancy. That's ugliness coming out of you. And that's not what you want. You want the inner beauty. So speak life, speak positivity, speak health, speak hope, speak friendship, speak um, love, Whatever it is that you want, speak it. Don't speak the negative stuff. Speak the good stuff. And um, don't be a little immature child about it because sometimes people will encourage you and you're like, I don't need you to tell me that. I already know that. Well, why aren't you doing it? <laughs> you know, you're stuck in this little frozen funk and you don't want to pull yourself out of it because you're too comfortable there. So you got to find a reason. Find something that is going to pull you out of that frozen funk so that you have the faith and the fuel to move forward and then your inner beauty will shine from the inside out and you squash that fear honey thanks so much for listening that's my inner beauty tip for may 18th 2023 toodles